It can be so frustrating to work so hard to get a system in order in your home and turn around and feel like no one even cares. No one listens. No one supports it. Feeling alone is one of the most frustrating things in the planet. Feeling like you don't have a teammate or even worse, like everyone is out to get you and against you is really defeating. Sometimes it even makes you feel like what's the point of even putting a system in place in the first place. I know those feelings just like you do. And I'll call it my social experiment over the last seven years of having a marriage and a family and putting systems in place for all of us. I've been observing what works and what doesn't work. I have been successfully implementing systems probably my entire life, but for sure, for the last seven to 11 years of being a mom and having a full-blown family, I have found some incredible hacks, some great tips, and even better, just general ideas of what truly can get your family involved, get your husband slightly on board or a whole lot on board, and maybe even have your kids super invested in the work that you do as well. Instead of being discouraged by what feels like a never-ending battle between you and your family and systemizing your life, how about instead you dive into today's episode with a piece of paper and a pen and use some of the ideas that I have found that have been super helpful in my own home with my own family. What do you say? Let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me, and this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Well, it looks like we are going to have a good handful more uh, people come over inside of System Your Life and join us for the escape challenge that we're having, which is really fun because... I love having new people come and next week I'm actually diving in really deep into decluttering my house. So if you didn't listen to the episode just before this, that means that you are not entirely certain what I'm talking about right now. So I am just putting out a real general invitation every single year, twice a year, actually inside of my VIP student community, we do a major community escape challenge. And what that means is it is my method a very straightforward, simple method for you to escape your clutter and live mess free. And you get access to that method when you join in the Systemize Your Life VIP community. And then we all get together and we declutter together inside of our uh, online space, our online community. We have a party at the end. I'm giving away for, you know, the students that are the most engaged and actually show up and share what they've been decluttering. We go room by room by room for five days. It's so fun. It's so fun to see everybody else's before and after pictures. It's just like gets you super excited, brings you together. You get to meet other people. 
And for the students that are most involved, we are going to be picking out a few winners. Uh, one will be winning a free coaching call with me, and then we have uh, another you know, cleaning fun, like goodie basket that we're going to be giving away to with some of my favorite cleaning products, um, my favorite cleaning basket, that kind of thing. So if you are like, oh my gosh, my house is my number one problem. Plus I want all the other systems that come with it. I want systemize your base. I want systemize your life. I want to learn your five block method. Like I want to learn your systems and I don't want to have to think about it anymore. I don't want to DIY it by listening to all the podcast episodes anymore. I don't want to scour the blog. Like I don't want to do that. And my house is my biggest problem. So I definitely need to get that under control before summer comes. Then come over and join us. Go to chelseajoe.co backslash S-Y-L and you can hop inside because we are getting started on Monday and I just wanted to make sure that you didn't miss that opportunity in case that was something that you thought would be really fun. As well as all of those things, you're actually in week four. What we're talking about today on the episode about these kind of eight ideas on how to help your attitude when battling your family, you actually get to like literally see me script out very specific language and I focus the entire last Um, major module inside of Systemize Your Life, specifically on what we're going to be talking about today inside of this episode, which I didn't even realize that those two things went hand in hand. But while I'm here talking about it, just know that if you do decide to jump in and become a part of our community, um, one of the most beautiful things that I believe that you get outside of all the systems are truly learning how to communicate these systems to your family and getting them on board. So you'll be able to click on week four once you go through implementing all the systems, whether or not your family is on board or not. We just totally put that to the side and I teach you how to implement and go forth and do the great things. And then I teach you how to get your family on board because honestly, that is the order that it needs to go in. So if you are coming to this episode incredibly excited that I'm going to be talking about this right now, but also discouraged at the same time, I want to tell you that the first place that you need to start is by implementing the systems that you know your family needs, regardless if your kids are going to be happy about it or your husband's going to be happy about it. And I don't say that because I want you to go against what your family wants. I actually want you to lean into what they need. And I know, um, you know, I'm a huge advocate for really respecting my husband in a way that allows him to really be a leader in our home, but he doesn't always know what our family needs. He takes on a very different role and he takes on very different responsibilities. And I know when we need a meal planning system, he doesn't know that, you know, Uh, there are certain things that he just doesn't understand. And obviously our kids don't understand. They're not supposed to understand what our family needs. And so if you really feel like look, I know that my family needs this system and I can't get my husband on board with it. That's okay. Go do what you know how to do and start systemizing to the best of your ability without his buy-in. We don't always need that from our children and from our spouses in order to get started. So feeling like your kids aren't helping or your spouse isn't helping or they're not receptive to it. They won't even listen. You've tried to have the conversation, but they're just totally not here for it. A lot of times, and a lot of times those two things really come down to their own issues that they're dealing with. And we just have to respect that people come around in their own time. There's so much There's so much that goes into this dynamic. And I'm telling you, it really has been a social experiment over here. (laughs) 
It's been like a true social experiment with me looking at, okay, I tried to implement this system this way and that did not go well. Like that ended in an argument or that ended up in me being frustrated or the kids being frustrated or whatever. Okay. Wow. Collecting data that didn't work. And then I try it differently and then I try it differently and then I try it differently because the one thing that I have that you don't have for probably certain, I mean, I know that I don't know you, but I do know me. And I know that this is like my bread and butter. And I really believe this is what I was put on earth to do. I can't do life without a system. I mean, I can, but you know, this is, this is in my bones. And so I refuse to give up on, and I refuse to fail at systemizing my life because I know what it does for my family. I know what it does for my marriage. I know what it does for my finances. I know what it does for my health. I know what it does for my business. Like I know what it does, right? And so I refuse to give up on those things. I refuse to lay it down. To a fault, sure, at times, and I'm growing and I'm learning through that, right? And we all have those things. But what I know is that I will do anything. And so I have. I've literally done anything to the point where I've had to learn how to be better at how I implement, how I communicate, how I establish systems. That is what I want to bring to you inside of this episode. So if you feel like any person in your house that you're really up against and they're like truly weighing you down, like it's, it's a battle, it's frustrating, you've tried, you might be super meek and you might stuff it all inside and never say anything, or you might be super assertive maybe even aggressive, and maybe you speak up way too often, or maybe you are somewhere in that perfect middle where we all want to be. All I know is that there are some wonderful things that you can do that will genuinely help your attitude when you're going to battle for these systems. And sometimes going to battle is not an actual battle. It doesn't look like you pulling out the big guns. It doesn't look like you armoring up. It doesn't look like any of those things. It looks super gentle. It looks super patient. And it looks insanely strategic and calm. And figuring out how to do that is probably the most intelligent and successful battle plan you could ever craft. So here's eight ideas to help you craft your own battle plan and your real, you know, like strategic move when it comes to trying to get your family on board and uphold these systems that you're working so hard to put in place. Because what I know for sure is that you're tired, that you're working your tail off, that no one understands you, you feel misunderstood, you don't understand why it's so unfair there's just no amount of words that I could give to you to help you realize that in my bones, I know what it feels like to put my feet on the floor every single morning and know what I'm up against. And I have come to a place where I realize that the only thing that I'm up against every single day is not them. It's me. It's my attitude it's, it's my retort to my husband when he scoffs at the fact that I want a menu board, right? It's my attitude. It's my attitude towards my kids when they don't listen the first time. When that stupid sock 
and those darn toys are in the same place 45,000 times. It's my attitude. It's the only thing that we have control over. And it really, truly is the only thing that is actually going to make a difference. Grab that pen and paper and write numbers one through eight on your paper, because here are the eight ideas for you. Some of them will work. Some of them won't. It's your turn to take this and go put it into action. And when you put it into action, you're going to get some data. You're going to get to see what's working and what's not working. So here's number one, flip the script, flip the script. It is exactly what it sounds like. It's literally like do the opposite of what you want to do. (laughs) Say the opposite of what you want to say. I talk about this a lot inside of week four um, when we talk about how to get your family involved in all of the systems that you're doing over inside of Systemize Your Life because I feel like flipping the script is the number one thing that I use to help me. A lot of what I'm about to tell you started out for me learning how to parent the way that I wanted to parent. I started learning when Frankie was a baby how to do like love and logic and how to do positive parenting. And it's really served me well in so many ways. There's a lot of other pieces to this that we won't get into. But like the foundation of how I have learned to lead my family through systemizing comes from this positive parenting, love and logic like leadership style. And I apply it to my husband. I apply it to my kids. I really try and apply it pretty much anywhere where I'm putting the person first and trying to put my desires second. So when we look at flipping the script, it's like that moment where you want to be frustrated and you want to say, why didn't you do that? We're going to flip it immediately and say, Hey, I really like that you did this or, Hey, I would really love it if you would do this. And so you're going to start removing every negative and replacing it with a positive. You could just stop there. Skeet done. Pause. Okay. Time to go practice. That is so stinking hard. Just try me. If you are not well rehearsed in this and it's a practice because I've regressed immensely I have regressed so much for a lot of reasons. You got to be on your A game with this. And I have realized, wow, you're not on your A game. You're like on your C game. I'm, I'm about up to my B game now, but I'm definitely not on my A game like I was when I had a little bit more bandwidth. So if this is something that's super hard for you, if you are constantly negative with your husband and with your kids, start here. Okay, just start here. You got to free up some bandwidth You're going to have to find some patience. And every single time you want to tell your kids, stop running. No, what you're going to tell them is walk, please. You're going to tell people what you do want, not what you don't want. And I like to call that flip the script. Number two is look for their strengths. I want you to immediately start looking for the things that your husband does well and talk about that. Systemize that. Ask him for his input. Okay, look for his strengths. What is he doing well? What do the kids do well? And go there first. Focus on that. Systemize around what they're good at. Get them used to and get them comfortable systemizing with things that they are good at. You're immediately going to want to go to the things that they suck at because that is the thing that you need help with the most because you're drowning because they're terrible at it. You got to put the brakes on 
with that and literally look at what are their strengths, what are they good at, and see if you can get them really laser focused on those things. Number three, offer something that they can do. Like what is it that they can do that they're already doing as a part of your system? So if you're trying to create this huge, let's just take a meal planning system, okay? Maybe your husband's super good at playing with the kids. Great. That's his part of the system. You need to be able to have the mental space to put the menu cards together and to go to the grocery store without the kids. So you're going to strategically plan that every week when he can have the kids. And that is how you're going to encourage him. That is how you're going to remind him that he's such an incredible helper and such an amazing part of the system and that it's broken without him. And holy cow, thank you so much. Not that you never helped me prep. Why don't you help me unload the groceries when I come home? Oh my goodness. Why couldn't you have kept the kids? Like we're not nagging. We're not complaining 24 seven. And it's the same thing with the kids. If you can never, ever, ever, ever have them, let's look at this system specifically helping with the monstrosity of feeding their faces 24 seven. What are they already doing that they're really good at? My two-year-old at the time was fantastic at sorting. So I would have her sort the groceries when we came home, bring the cold stuff and put it in front of the fridge, right? And it's still like that. What part of this system that you're drowning in, can you be this, this, like, this is why you have the job that you have and you're so skilled at what you're skilled at. That's why they call you mom because you sit all day long and you observe. And the problem is, is that you've let your observations be a hundred percent focused on the negative instead of the positive. Okay. So look at what they can do and be really creative on how you can be the leader and get them involved in those areas. Number four, ask for two weeks of trying a new system and tell them if it doesn't work at all and they hate it, that you'll never ask them for it again. And you can totally go back to the old ways of doing it. I promise you it will help. I promise you they will be more open and I promise you that there will be some relief. And if you just leave it at that. If you just leave it at that and give them time. And if they say no, say, okay, thank you for considering it. You're going to ask again in six weeks, six months from now. You are. And maybe you're going to have to do that for a long time. Why are you in a hurry? This is your family. And this is the rest of your life. And this is your job. This is what you do now. You systemize your life and you figure out how to get people on board with a really great attitude. So ask for two weeks. And if they're like, absolutely not, you say, okay. And you're going to try again later. And if they say yes, go all in, get that system and do what you can with it for two weeks. Let them be what they want to be for two weeks and then see what happens from there. Number five, use what they want instead of what you want. So I love this one so much. I've seen such a huge turnaround in my kids and my husband when I give up the thing that I want so desperately and I go with what they want. We can get really, really, really hung up on the details, on making sure that everything is perfect because it does make our job easier. I am a, I am a fighter. I'm a, I'm a big fighter for, and I, I really do believe so much in preparedness 
But I will tell you that sometimes if you just go do something and you're not prepared and you just say, whatever, oh, well, well, that stinks. It's all right. It'll be fine. And like you literally just stop obsessing. Things turn out pretty much okay. I mean, it's not perfect. It's really not. And things could be better and things could go a lot smoother, but it's really still okay. And so when you're looking at trying to implement a system with your family, I don't know, let's take a financial system. Okay. When you're looking at taking your financial system and they really, really, really want to do something different than you, just stop asking, say, okay, let's do it the way that you want to do it and do it. I did it. I did it for a long time. Like Blaine did not want to do the budgeting system that I wanted to do for years when we got married and his way didn't work. And that's okay. It's not because his idea was bad. It just didn't work for our family. So now we know it didn't work. I, <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to work, but he didn't know that. And so he needed to know that and that's okay. And so we did it. And then I was like, look, can we please just try paper envelopes? Because I know it will help. I know it will work. I know it will help. And so reluctantly he did it. And it didn't suck for all the reasons that he said it would, you know, it really did, but it worked. And then we stopped doing it. And now we have my own budgeting system that is also inside of Systemize Your Life. If you want to snag that too, I'm telling you like literally all my systems are there. So please just go do it. It's honestly like such a beautiful thing when you stop asking for the thing that you want and you do what they want and you let it work itself out. It's really, really magical. Okay. Number six is ask what they want their home to be like. Like, have you ever just stopped and said, Hey, what do you want dinner time to be like when you come home, when you get off work? What time do you want to be eating? What do you want your evenings to look like? Have you ever asked your kids? What do you want your Saturdays to look like? What do you want your mornings before school to look like? What do you want your laundry to look like? Just ask them. If there's anything that you want to systemize, just ask them, what do you want this to be like? And see what they say, get their feedback and then ask them, okay, how do you think we could go about making that happen? And if they say, I don't know, you can say, I think I have an idea. Do you want to hear it? And if they say no, say, okay, I'm totally here to help you get your bedtime routine the way that you want it. I'm totally here to make sure that our finances look the way that you want. I am all for making sure that our house is decluttered and your home feels really amazing because I just heard you say that that's what you wanted. I feel like I have a really good idea. It's something that we could start trying whenever you're on board. Let me know, but, but, but let it be what they want. Ask them what they want it to be like. All right. Here's number seven. This one's a hard one. Don't feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> this is a really great way to change your attitude. And it's super hard. And some days it's valid. Some days it's valid to be sad because it is very, very, very hard. I do. I feel sorry for myself sometimes. And then I got to kick myself in the bum and say, you have an amazing life. Like, what are we talking about here? But we all get wrapped up in ourselves. We all get wrapped up in comparing ourselves to what we see online and what we think other people have. But what I know for sure is that feeling sorry for yourself 
is 100% of the time not going to help your family support you in systemizing your life, (laughs) right? Like it's not going to help. So if you need to have a moment, have a good cry, tell a girlfriend that you can trust about how frustrating the day has been and how alone you feel, and then pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and let's get back at it again. Number eight is be uplifting instead of discouraging. So if you feel like you want to complain, there is always a time and a place to complain. And, and maybe in your house right now, there isn't a, a space, there isn't a safe space to complain. And you definitely need that outlet. And so maybe you, you don't have that with your kids. Maybe you don't have that with your spouse. And so maybe you need to find that somewhere else in your life. But outside of that, I want you to really think about being uplifting instead of discouraging. And I know that the very first thing that we talked about was flipping the script. And that's like literal, like turn your can'ts into cans and your don'ts into do's, right? Figuring out how to wordsmith your language so that it is the positive and not the negative. This is similar, but more so in your demeanor and in your spirit and in the way that you are talking to people in general about the work that they do and what they don't do, right? Like, let's look at how you can be unbelievably uplifting instead of discouraging. You don't want to discourage your husband. You don't want to talk about how whenever he gets off shift or when he gets home from work, how he's lazy or he doesn't do anything or he doesn't help, or maybe he's super helpful, but he's not super supportive. And you can't really even articulate what any of that means. Like, I know that these things bother you and they hurt you because they hurt me too. And it's really hard to navigate. But after about almost eight years of my social experiment, I have learned hardcore that things go so much better and you're going to get so much more buy-in from everyone around you if you choose to be uplifting instead of discouraging. All eight of these ideas take an immense amount of self-reflection, a whole lot of patience, and a lot of discernment, and a lot of discipline. I'll just say that right now. It is a constant practice, but the more your family sees you pouring into these eight things that I just talked about, I will guarantee you with my life that you're going to get way more support and way more buy-in on the systems that you are trying to implement in your home. So I hope that you take this episode and you put it in your back pocket and you pull it out anytime you need a good word on how to change your attitude, because I definitely know that I'm going to go back and listen to my own words of encouragement anytime I need it. I'm so glad that you were here with me inside of this episode, and I hope to meet you back here real soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. 
I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.